Enter the healer's realm where your spirit will find peace with your host, Denise Damijo. We are here to remember. We are here to heal. We are here to ascend and transcend. Grab your free gift in the podcast description today. Hello and welcome back to the healer's realm. I am your host, Denise Damijo, and I have Lee Haynes here who is a yoga teacher, a holistic healing practitioner, and a wellness coach. And she has been practicing yoga for seven years. And the reason she got started was on her weight loss journey. She was able to find herself and self-heal. And because of that, she loves helping others to do the same. Lee, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm very happy and blessed to be here. Thank you, Denise. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to just dive right in because I need to know. <laughs> and I'm quite sure the audience is also wanting to know, what is your story? I want to hear the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll try to make it short and sweet. So, yes, uh, it started with my weight loss journey. I grew up playing sports my whole life. I played soccer, swimming, volleyball year round and was very athletic. And uh, then I got into a relationship where I was very codependent on the other person. And I have three children now with that person. We were married. And so in that journey of having children, I gained a lot of weight. I gained 100 pounds for the first pregnancy and the weight for afterwards. And um, I started to, you know, lose weight. And then I got pregnant very quickly again, six months later, gained all the weight back and more. (laughs) Then um, I had my baby and uh, another four years went by and I started losing the weight. And in that four years, Right before that, I found yoga. First, I was just doing cardio and weightlifting, and it was so mundane. It was so boring, and I had this mentality mindset that was very negative. I hated my body. I hated how it looked, how I treated myself, how I felt, and in turn, you know, hated my external world at the same time. And I had to switch my mindset to love myself, to take care of my family my husband at the time and children. And so I found yoga. I just went into a class one day and I fell in love with yoga. The the very first time I went, it was a hot, sweaty flow and it was extremely complicated and confusing, but that's what life is. Life is complicated and confusing and hard and difficult. And we're faced with all these challenges that you know, sometimes we don't know how to face them or how to conquer them and, or how to react to them. And that's what I found in yoga of what it helps you. It, it's not just a, a physical practice. It's a practice that combines spirituality, emotions, physical, mental, everything energetic into one. And it helps heal you. It's a self-healing practice. It works you in all different ways. And so Every time I went to yoga, I found that in difficult poses and difficult transitions and difficult breathing techniques, I was able to mimic those different 
difficult times in my life. And I chose how to react in those moments in the yoga classes. And they helped me to react in my external world of what was happening around me a lot easier, a lot more calmly with more grace and more patience and more love. And so it helped me grow as a person. It helped me take care of my family and love them and give them all that they need. In that journey, you know, life isn't rainbows and butterflies all the time, you know? So in that time, um, the, my la- having my last baby, uh, I found out that my husband was cheating on me and had been for a while. And that was difficult to handle. And I tried, we tried to repair the relationship and it, it wasn't working. Um, it, it got pretty ugly and we both decided that it was best to separate, to have each other heal separately and see where, where we got at the end of that. And it's been three years for the divorce now. And it's definitely an ongoing journey. It, it doesn't just stop after your divorce, you know, you, you, I still have to take care of kids and co-custody with him and co-parenting. And so co-parenting has been another journey and yoga and meditation has helped me so much in helping to communicate with others. And so on the other side of that, physically, what was happening to me over the years of being a child, I had gone through these traumas in my life that I had not dealt with, or I thought I had dealt with. And it's an ongoing journey, healing through traumas. When I was 12, I was raped um, and had an abusive relationship. And I noticed after having that relationship, I went from one abusive relationship to another, to another, to another. And so I was put into many difficult trying painful situations growing up as a teenager from the age of 12 to 17 and it didn't stop there (laughs) i've been to um, parties and i've been date raped twice and um, with abusive relationships it was extremely hard emotionally growing up and dealing with that i've been through physical therapy regular therapy, speech therapy, group therapy, rape therapy, all girls type of therapy. And uh, they have helped a lot with talking about, you know, what has gone on in my life and talking about it is the first step of healing, recognizing it and talking about it. And so, you know, whoever it is, talk to somebody about what has happened to you if you've dealt with a trauma and start to get comfortable talking about it because, you know, just one time isn't all that you need to talk about it. (laughs) So in that time, I was on a concoction of medications at a really young age. I was on five different medications uh, for anxiety and depression, all at the highest doses. And in my senior year of high school, I was sent to a treatment center in Utah And it was an all-girls treatment center. And I was there for a year, finished my schooling there, and went through therapy, intense therapy there. In that time, I made really great connections with some beautiful people there and learned quite a lot. And at the time, I didn't think I was learning as much. And over the years of 
it's ironic of the practice that I'm in now. It is exactly what I needed at that age. It's beautiful how life comes full circle. And so when I went there, they asked me if I wanted to get off all of the medication. And I said yes. And they took me off all of it, winged me off for a year. And I didn't realize how much physical pain my body was in until I had gotten off the medication. And I realized that, you know, medication, and they tell you every time they give it to you, medication is temporary. This is not a permanent fix for your emotional problems, whatever you are going with, whatever chemical imbalances that you have, you can balance them out yourself, but you have to know how to balance them out. And so I was given tools and given practices and learned how to balance and chemically balance out myself. And it happened a lot easier going through life and other traumas after the age of 17 and growing through my 20s. And I'm 30. I'm going to be 31 next week. You know, yoga has saved my life in so many ways. It has saved my sanity and given me so much peace. And so that's what I want to share with the world around me, with the people who I love, who are suffering, who don't know how to heal. And that's the gift that I want to share to others that there's all different types of yoga practices, different types of healing practices. And whatever works best for you is what works best for you. I want to give people the option of holistic healing, because I feel like that that is an important aspect that we should turn to first instead of medication to solve our problems. We are the only ones that can solve our problems. <laughs> so exactly. that's basically it in a nutshell. <laughs> as much as wow. much as I can put it in a nutshell. That's what I want to share to the world is help others heal holistically. And so yeah. You know, it's just very interesting your story because we have a lot in common, like your story. And um I don't know if you're aware of that, but yeah, we definitely have a lot in common our stories are a little bit similar. That was an amazing and incredible story. And you know what? I'm. You know what's so wonderful is the ability to be vulnerable. A lot of times, the reason why people do not heal their inability to be vulnerable. Vulnerability gives you so much space and freedom for real and permanent healing. So I'm so super glad that you shared your story. It was incredible and amazing. And I'm just actually really glad that you want to help people. So really, how did you get started in helping people? I um, did my first yoga training in, I'm not quite sure. I think it was around 2016. Mm -hmm. And I was pregnant with my baby and I finished it at the end of my pregnancy and had my baby two weeks after. And going through that training while pregnant was, it was incredible. I was so glad that I did it then and didn't wait till later. And after I went through the training, I kept teaching and practicing and honing in my own skills. After that, I went through many, many other trainings. I never stopped learning after I took that first one. I, I've taken, um, assisting and adjusting and modifications, different healing practices, uh, meditation. What else? 
I took a booty yoga, I've taken kundalini. I started getting into aerial yoga, stand-up paddleboard, every different type of yoga practice and learning all different types of breathing techniques and mudras and mantras. And meditation was my first practice, holistic healing practice before I even found yoga. I went to school and in front of me was a monk. And you could tell because he was wearing his monk robes. And I asked him and I said, are you a monk? And he's like, yes. And I was like, I would love to go to your temple and I would love to check it out. And he took me and I fell in love with the community there. And I taught meditation under him for a year and then taught meditation to his community and the children there for another year. And that has been extremely influential in my practices. And his name is Lee, and he's amazing. <laughs> and um, it was a coincidence, his name and my name were the same, but his name is L-I, my name is L-E-E. So I started with meditation and yoga and taking all of these different trainings. Right now, I've graduated from some coaching trainings, wellness, love, relationship coaching trainings. And I've also taken Tantra Connection and a 300-hour training on trauma-informed yoga. So I have well-versed myself in everything that I could imagine to blend everything together for a person who needs anything <laughs> that, that I could possibly think of. Everybody's so different and everybody needs something different. So yeah, I've, that's where it all, it all started with yoga and meditation and just took off from there with all these different trainings. Right now I'm in three different trainings and I'm going to start another one in March. I love learning. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love that you said that because I have dedicated my life to being a lifelong learner. And matter of fact, I believe that if you are really truthfully in the business of helping people, especially in the healing industry and any industry, really, uh, you need to consistently and constantly be learning yourself because you know, things change and you want to make sure that you're on top of your game so that you can provide the best help and services to the people that you're assisting. And so Kudos to you for all the amazing, incredible things that you've done. And that's super cool that you actually was able to, uh, you know, uh, go in the monk space and actually teach the children there. That's incredible. That I know that was an incredible experience. It was I, awesome. I do have a question for you. Yes. Why uh, do you believe that people actually run from healing? I mean, why do you think that happens? Fear. <laughs> Fear is the number one cause of all destruction in this world. We are afraid to heal. We're afraid to love, afraid to feel, afraid that if we get better, that everything in life is, is going to get better. Some people are comfortable in being in the pain and suffering, and, and that's all they know. Mm -hmm. And they don't believe that things will get better, and then they don't cry. Just like you said, being vulnerable is extremely important. Being open. If you cannot be open and you cannot be vulnerable, you cannot heal. Exactly. And I noticed growing up as a teenager, I was very numb to my feelings. After being raped and treated so badly for so long, I, I had treated myself badly. 
and I yeah. had started to numb my feelings and I started to, um, I'm being completely vulnerable and honest to everyone out there because there's so many people out there that have been through the same thing. When I was a teenager, I used to cut myself to feel something and it would work. And that's a terrible way to, to feel something. You know, you don't have mm -hmm. to self-harm yourself to feel alive, to feel anything. There are so many other ways that are healthier for your body, for your soul to feel something. And I would say fear is the number one thing that holds us back. And it's held me back for such a long time. I was afraid of leaving my husband that I would not have any money, that I would have to start my life all over, that I wouldn't have somebody to rely on. I was afraid of going into yoga teacher training. It was a lot of money to start with. I didn't know if it was worth it. I had two degrees. I have been to school for art in photography and graphic design. And I also went back to school for education for teaching kids through sixth grade. And I left all of that behind to do what I'm doing now because this is my passion. And if I had not done that, I would not be as happy as I am today. I had to let go of the fear of losing what I had to gain everything that I have right now. And it was so worth it. It's so worth it to let go of that fear. That is so powerful. And you're, you're absolutely right. I actually, and, and you know, it's just so funny because I think that, you know, of course, because I've been interviewing for my podcast, recording for the podcast and everything else. And even before um, I was doing the podcast, just listening to different people's stories and everything else, it is true, including my own, you have to let go of something in order to gain something. It's like, and, and actually I teach it in my course, something, and I teach it just in general for what I do. Something has to die in order for something to live. A lot of times we have ourselves and we're so full um, of the bad stuff. You know, we have a toolbox. Everybody has, I, I, I tell people, everybody has a toolbox. And inside the toolbox, we have different things, but depending upon what you have in that toolbox is <laughs> depending upon how your life is going to go. So if you have too much fear or too much anxiety or too much uh, pain or too much worry, whatever the case may be, you have all these things. You have to get rid of that. You have to let those things die in order for the peace, the, the love, the joy, the happiness, the satisfaction of life to exist. And so I'm so glad that you said that. Fear is, in, and I see it all the time, the reason why people don't get healing or people get to the point where they're so fulfilled in life is because of fear. Oh my God, that's so powerful. Let me, let, me add, let me add on one more thing to that. What, okay. what I teach in, the, in healing about your chakras and going up the body, starting at your root is where fears are held, where you need to release them. And going up to your sacral at your hips is where guilt is held. And you have to release guilt to find your pleasure and your sexuality and be open and self-loving with yourself. And at your stomach is where shame is being trapped, where you have to let go of shame to open up into your true power and your strength and your light of yourself. And at your heart, you have to let go of grief. Uh, loved ones that you've lost, remember that they are not truly lost, that the love is still there and reborn into a new love. And at mm -hmm. the throat, we hold lies. We tell ourselves lies 
all the time or we lie to other people and we have to let go of that to open up our truth and our expression and our communication. And at the third eye, you have to release illusions. These blockages that you think are there in front of you are not there. <laughs> and in order to see your inspiration and your intuition, you have to let go of those illusions. And at your crown, you have your divine spirit, your divine path. You have to let go of all attachment. Find that true path that you have been given in this life to serve, to be of service to other people. What is your path? And so that's what I teach people and go through. There's lots of different things, but it always starts with fears at the roots that you have to let go of. Yeah, and ironically, just like you said, well, it was really not ironic that fear is at the root, the root yeah. chakra. Yeah. <laughs> so that is like the biggest issue is that fear. Oh my God, that's so amazing. And, and, and <laughs> the chakras, oh my God. I, you know, I, I'm into chakras as well, but the way that you explained it was just something that I've never heard before. And so I just, how you explained it. And so I just really appreciate the way that you just broke that down really simple and quickly too it's like whoa you know because you know there's so much out there about chakras so much but how you broke it down is just so incredible i so, made a book about it so yes okay so okay let's get to the book in a minute well i still i, okay. I, do, I do have a couple of progresses but i yes, do want yes. to know about that book because that book is going to be i i think that it's going to help a lot of people what do you think the biggest challenge will be like for let's just say somebody uh, is starting their healing journey, you know, and they're getting into this journey. And, and just like you said, life happens. It's not easy. It's not always going to be, I call it, uh, you know, peaches and cream or cotton candy and lollipop. Um, so what do you think is the biggest challenges that people face when they're going through their healing journey? Consistency. We get really comfortable. <laughs> mm. We get comfortable sometimes and finding comfort in our life is a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, when we get comfortable, we sometimes get stagnant. We stay still in our energy and we are not moving forward. We are not working through the path and we are staying in a place we're not growing. And mm -hmm. so we have to be consistent in our healing journey. We are faced with challenges all the time. And instead of ignoring those challenges, face them head on and notice how they make you feel. Notice how they change you. And it's okay if you feel sad about them or angry about them. It's okay to feel those feelings. You need to recognize them so that you can change whatever is in your life that is making you feel those way to take that out of your life, if there's something that you can change to make yourself happier or a better version of yourself or a better version of the life that you want to live, you have to be consistently working on your shadows. What triggers you? And sometimes we have traumas that we've suppressed for so long that we don't even know them anymore. And we don't even recognize them until we've been triggered. And then some people don't even know they've been triggered until somebody points out to them and tells them, hey, you got really angry and you got really defensive at that. Where is that coming from? And 
analyze that, break that down, because part of the practice of what I do is is working on shadows, is going deep into our childhood and how we carry ourselves as adults. It translates. You know, you can think of yourself as a child that as a teenager, even that you have let go of this version of yourself. And this is what I was just talking about with a friend the other day, that you cannot let go of your childhood. You cannot let go of your teenage years of where they were so painful. If if they were painful, that is a part of you and that made you who you are today and without that you wouldn't be who you are and you have to channel that and use that and so i challenge people to be comfortable with talking about being uncomfortable and that's what yoga helps you do literally in the practice <laughs> we're put in these like I said, uncomfortable situations, and it trains your brain from the inside, rewires you so that you can face those challenges head on. And so yeah, it comes from talking, it comes from journaling, it comes from awareness, from finding awareness in your conversations, from signs that you keep seeing from your dreams, all different things. You just have to be more aware, more conscious, more awake and talk, be open, be free. Like you say, be vulnerable. I love it. I absolutely love it, Lee. You were discussing your book before and, you know, I know that you have the book, you're a yoga teacher, you do holistic healing because you're a practitioner and everything else and also wellness coaching. So like, I know that you do all these amazing, incredible things for the community. So tell us about your book. And then also, how can people connect with you? How can people get connected and also maybe take part in some of these activities? Yes, thank you. My book is called Chakra Healing and gives you the tools to help you find the power within yourself to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And it goes through each of the chakras and dives deep into learning about each of them, how they work within your body, within your nervous system, and how they're connected to your glands, and how you can heal spiritually, emotionally, (laughs) just like I said, physically, by doing all of these different practices. And I put in there a chart for you to quick reference to as well to keep on hand whenever you're feeling out of balance in a certain area you can look at that and see where you're out of balance and look at these different mudras mantras foods oils crystals whatever you need to help yourself and it's like a color code so i teach workshops and i teach ceremony or i hold ceremonies based upon that type of healing practice. And every time I do it, they're always different. I make every single one completely different. And that's why I encourage people to come all the time is because they're different. I am in a different space in each of those times. And the people who come are always in a different space as well. I give upon what is needed at the time as I feel collectively what is needed. 
just reach out to me through email, leefitlife333 at gmail.com, or you can go to my website at leefitlife.com. There's my book is on there. I have free handouts on there for meditation, breathing techniques, mudras. My book is on there to download. I also offer different healing packages for self-love, for trauma healing, for nutrition packages. I'm plant-based. I've been plant-based for about four or five years now. And I base them upon the chakras as well. Everything I offer is on my website. I also have an Instagram. It's We Fit Life. That's how you can get a hold of me, all, all of those three different ways. And um, I'm super fast with emailing and communicating back with you with what you need. I also make malas, and they're for meditation, and I custom make them to each person. And so you'll see the pictures on there on my Instagram. I love making those, and that's um, a uh, meditation practice of my own is making them. And... Yeah. So that's how you can get a hold of me and get a hold of my stuff. I also do marketing. And if you want to start your own business or find your own way of coaching, since my background is in teaching and in art and graphic design, I can help people with that as well. And I also help manage people. I do a little bit of everything. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing and incredible. And you know what, I'm going to put those links and everything else to you in the uh, description so that people could get a easy access, you know, just in case somebody's driving down the street, I don't want them to try to text this to themselves or write while they're driving or anything else, but it will definitely be in the description so that people could get a hold of you. And also, you know, get that book because it sounds like it's a winner. I haven't read it yet, but I'm very interested in getting it myself. So it sounds like it's a winner and I am very into uh, chocolates myself. So I am so thankful for you coming to the show and being a part of the healer's realm. You're doing some incredible things. And I know that you're going to continue to do even more incredible things as you go along. Thank you so much, Lee. I appreciate you. Thank you, Denise. Yes, I'll I'll send you a copy. No worries. Thank you for letting me be here on your podcast and help spread the word of self-healing and self-love and So yeah, I'm I'm extremely grateful. Thank you. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next episode. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Healer's Realm. Thank you for watching another episode of The Healer's Realm podcast. Become a part of the tribe by getting connected on Instagram at The Shamanic Group. And don't forget your free gift in the podcast description. See you next time in another great episode.